Go wild with Nation Gear's end of regular season merch madness sale. Nation Gear is offering our favorite fans 20% off all regular season merch. And we're going to give you free shipping on any orders over $200. Stock up your closet for the playoffs. Rep your team and grab that merch you've been eyeing up all season long. Don't wait. This sale only lasts from April 1st until April 7th. Shop the sale at nationgear.ca. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating, They always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. When he got his fastball, he destroyed it. Hello and welcome to Blue Jays Today, where we always have something to say about the Toronto Blue Jays. I am your host, Adam Peddle. And that would make me your host, Nicholas Playalog. Today on Blue Jays Today, we are getting back to the roots, getting back to where we came from, the player breakdowns. Yes. I am literally shocked that we haven't <laughs> broken down this guy. When, when we first brought up this video, yeah. I said to Adam, I said... There's no way. We've we've <laughs> absolutely broken him down. And you said... No. No, we haven't. Which, we, which you know, blew my mind. Because um, because we got to... We, we projected that Shaw would be fifth, batting fifth, and we were going down the lineup. It was like Flatty and then, uh, and then Shaw. And then the season started. Yes. And Tio would have been next. And, and I think that what happened was... Because I kept wanting to break this guy down. Yeah. But... My breakdown of him kept shifting, yeah. so I I don't think we ever actually pulled the trigger on it. No. The guy that we're breaking down today is T. Oscar Hernandez, right? Somebody who, if maybe healthy the entire year, he missed ten games, could have been in the MVP conversation, and oh, even yeah. still was having missed all that time. So we are breaking him down today. Before we get into that, go, please make sure to smash the notification button, ring the bell, comment down below, subscribe, and become a Patreon member. Mm -hmm. Uh, We lost one of our faithful. Oh, um, no. But uh, that's okay, (laughs) because I'm sure that all of you guys out there want to give your money to us. Yeah, yeah. join the community. Yeah, exactly. become a Patreon member, and we will answer (laughs) your question. Yeah. All right. Tio Hernandez breaking him down. Where do we he begin? He changed a lot. Where do That's we begin? where I think yeah. we should begin. Where he changed. Okay, well, before, here's the reason why we, we were kind of dodging. Because before, you know, obviously we we both didn't like him. We've said this in this podcast. Before 2020, we both didn't like him. We thought, oh, well, this guy's expected batting average was so bad in 2019. It's got off. It was horrible. It was literally, it was literally 220. It was bottom 4% in the league. His slugging was 455. Like, that was expected slugging. Like, 
it was okay, but mm-hmm. it's still the, he was not living up to what we what we acquired him for. Right, because I remember watching the games and uh, and and I also want to preface this by saying 2018 he wasn't any better than 2019 either. No. You know, he wasn't <laughs> good in that year either. So so this was kind of a trend that was going down and in 2019 we fell down an even deeper rabbit hole yeah. where we really suffered, but I kept watching those games and I kept hearing the bloody announcers and everybody being like, oh, yeah, like, we're just waiting on Tio Hernandez to hit. <laughs> you know, like, this guy's going to be big for the Blue Jays. Yeah. I'm like, no, and he's then, not, and man. He, and he wasn't. Well, here's the thing. Their biggest thing that they were saying was he could hit. For, he has raw power. He can hit for such power. Mm-hmm. And he can. He is really, really good. At, Cannot deny that. Cannot deny that. That's yeah, been universal that's been his, throughout the entire that's time. That's been his thing. He just needs to make more consistent contact and change his plate approach. Right. And I truly believe in 2020, he changed his plate approach. Mm-hmm. As soon as Dante Pichette came to the team and was helping out the hitters, he changed. You saw it a little bit in Gritchick. You saw it a little bit in all the other players. But him was impacted the most. Yeah, what changed, Nick? Well, I mean, like, y- you saw all of his stats literally get way better. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, d- like so drastically, in perhaps, you know, we were talking about expected batting average in 2019. And the way that I did this was I, I put down 2019 stats, and then I put down 2020 stats right next to each other. And it's truly messed up. In 2020, his expected batting average was 220, and in, or I'm sorry, oh, in, in, in 2019. Yeah. And then in 2020, it was 295. <laughs> and that was like right up there for being the top in the league. Yeah, top 8%. His expected slugging jumped from 455 to 613. Uh, like rid- ridiculous top number. 3%. Ridiculous That's number. That's top 3%. His hard hit rate jumped up by 10%. It was already really high at 42.3%. <laughs> then it got to 53.1%. And to put that in comparison to the MLB average, MLB average is 34.9%. So this guy's hitting the ball 20% harder yeah. than anyone else. And that was already his strength. So yeah. you can tell that he got a lot more confidence and he was barreling the ball a hell of a lot more. Yeah, he was. And in all, and I truly believe, and you've seen it, everyone's seen it, it truly comes down to his plate approach. He changed it. He, he truly did. In 2019, I have a couple of these numbers from StatCast. In 2019, his chase percentage was, was at 25%. It actually went up to 30.9. It might seem like a bad thing at first, but this is all part of the approach because his chase contact actually went up too. It was at 45% in 2019, up to 51 in 2020. So while he was chasing more, he was making more contact. And what that tells me is that he's shortening up, he's gripping up, he's like choking up on the bat, and he's protecting the plate. Yeah, he's chasing more, but he's making more contact. So he's actually made his change in his two-strike approach. He's added that to his game, and he's also taking more first-pitch strikes. 38% in 2019, and... Uh, or sorry, he's not swinging at first pitches more. And mm. It was 38% in 2019, and it was 26% in 2020, which yeah. tells me he's being more selective and building that at bat. Right. I, I completely agree. And and like we said, you know, you saw it in the production numbers. This guy slugged for <laughs> 579 last year, which when you look at his expected slugging is actually unlucky. Mm-hmm. Now, 
What's interesting to me about Teoscar Hernandez, and, and that's the thing, like, he barreled the ball. I said that last time. He was barreling it more. Barreled at 18%. That, that was a massive jump from the 11.7 that he had in 2019. Yeah. We always had a problem, and and I, you know what? I, I still do, kind of, and this is going to come into our projection for what we're saying for 2021. He strikes out a lot. And he did drop it a little bit Just in 2020 yeah. by about 2.5%. But he was still striking out 30.4% of the time where the MLB league average is 21.8. Now, how did, like, yeah. what are your feelings with regards to that? I Here's the thing. I mean, my feeling has never changed my entire life when I'm watching baseball. You can strike out 30% of the times. But if you hit homers, you drive in runs, you're hitting for a good average, I'm okay with it. Oh, I'm I, simply I, okay I with it. I don't disagree. Yeah. I don't disagree. I mean, you put up these numbers, like, I don't care if you strike <laughs> out 99% of the time yeah, if, yeah. if this happens to be the yeah, result, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, What do you I think, think? Well, I think my point is that, you know, because he's still... I was looking at his whiffs, and, like, whiffing is when you, 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 you just you flat whiff. out miss the ball. <laughs> um now he's got a career average of, uh, or you know, his career average is eleven and a half percent higher than MLB average. So he is whiffing a lot, and he was barreling the ball an ungodly amount last season. So this, for me, coming into twenty twenty one, is saying there could be a bit of regression here if we're not barreling it at the same level, which is literally, you know, an MVP sort of level at 18%. Like, that is very, 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 very yeah, high. Because he was it was top 2% in barrel percentage yes. last year. Like, he yes. was barreling. And that barrel. is, you know, again, a complete drastic leap from anything yeah. he's done in his career. Yeah, and, and again, like the reason I still say it, the reason why is because of that approach. And... When I look also at his approach and why it's factored into these crazy high numbers and bail percentage, exit velo, slugging, expected slugging, expected batting average, is because he is all because of the approach. And I want to break down his um, his strike zone or swing take profile, which is basically like the amount of runs generated with pitches in certain parts of the strike zone, right? So I want to take two parts of the strike zone, which is the heart of the strike zone and the perimeter, the edges of the strike zone. Pitchers will kill you on the edges, and every hitter, even Mike Trout, has a negative run value on the edges because that's where pitchers live and die. Like, if you can go there, you're not going to hit it. Uh, in 2019, uh, he had a, a four-plus run value in total. In 2020, he had a seven-plus run value, so he was generating more runs. Now, to break it down even further, in 2019, he had negative four runs generated in the heart of the zone. So that means when people were putting it right down the middle... He was he was finding ways to get out and which lose is, runs, which is where you need to be creating. That's where runs. you need to be creating runs. Whereas in 2020, he had a nine plus nine runs generated from the heart of the zone. Okay, so he was so, getting a lot better at recognizing what we need to be smacking. Right, he now. was looking for a pitch and sticking to that pitch, and when it came into his sweet spot. He was not missing, and he was barely in. That all comes down to that new approach he has. Well, you keep saying the new approach. Like, yeah. what is that? Like, the new the, approach. The way that you're, you're describing you select, it. Like, is that You like select selective? a pitch. Yeah, yeah, he's a great fastball hitter. You select one pitch, and you wait for that pitch. Mm -hmm. That's it. If it's not, if you throw a hanging curveball first pitch, even if it's right down the middle, if that's not your pitch, don't swing at it. Wait for the fastball. Right. You, you want one pitch, 
And when he hit, when he got his fastball, he destroyed it because that's why he was barreling it so much because he was dominating it when pitchers gave him fastballs in the heart of the plate. Mm-hmm. So my my question to you then, coming into 2021, if you're realizing this, I think a couple other MLB GMs could be realizing this. Mm-hmm. Pitchers, in fact. Yeah. And they might be adjusting to T. Oscar Hernandez. Yes. Do you think that he will be able to adjust as the league adjusts to him? And that's what we're going to have to see because what he needs to do to then adjust to the league. Because if I'm a pitcher, what I would do to adjust to Oscar Hernandez is don't give him a fastball down the middle because <laughs> he can hit it now. Exactly. So yeah. you're going to, so fastballs, or not fastballs, pitchers are going to have to be perfect and live on the edges. And if they're not perfect and they're throwing on the edges, Teoscar has to have the discipline now early in the count to not swing at those. And we've seen that in, in his first pitch taking. He's not taking that first pitch mm-hmm. because he's pitchers aren't going to want to come to him right away. They're he is be still chasing a lot of pitches, though. He is. Granted, he is. you know. Granted, that is part of his approach if he gets to two strikes. I like to, I don't, we actually don't have the numbers for that, but what, how the, much he's yeah. seeing that two mm-hmm, strikes. Mm-hmm. That is, and, and I did notice that that was... Like, there were a couple at-bats. I remember when he came back from injury, we were kind of reverting back to we're swinging, yeah. we're swinging, we're swinging. Um, but in large in part, based, in, based on the eye test, I wasn't seeing him swing at garbage, garbage. stuff anymore. Yeah. And we saw that a lot in 2019. Yes. Um, and that's going to be something that he really needs to continue moving forward. Uh, so, yeah, what, again, coming yeah. into 2021... <laughs> What is your outlook for this guy? You know, I I mm-hmm. didn't I didn't put out production numbers because yeah. I'm still waiting to see, you know, yeah. who we get in this team, where right, he's going right. to bat, the lineup. Right. But I did give him a slash line that I yeah. think is pretty realistic and I'm curious to know what you think we can expect out of yeah. T. Oscar moving forward. Yeah, go for it. Um or you, what's your you. last Oh, I thought you were giving me this slash line. What's the slash line? Oh, okay. My slash line that mm. I put uh, is: I think that you know we are going to see regression in the uh, in the batting average. I think that he's going to bat for something like two fifty nine with an on base percentage of three fifteen and a slugging of five oh nine. Okay. Uh, which, to be honest, I wouldn't be opposed to. In fact, I think that that would be that would be pretty good for okay. what I expect for him. A career batting average of two forty five. That's still improvement. I think that we are going to see some regression from yeah. the 289, the 579 slugging. But if you're still slugging over 500, it means that you are giving us home runs. You are providing run support. Um, and I'd be happy with that for a guy who I think should start to develop into our five hitter. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, and in, in my verdict, this is basically, I think, yeah, Tio is going to not regress heavily. I think his floor is definitely going to be raised with this approach. I mean, that that expected batting average, I just cannot ignore 295. Like, he, he clearly changed his approach, and it's changed his slugging. So I think, I hope for T.O. to hit 270 next year with 35 home runs. That'd be amazing. Yeah, because he was hitting, like, what, he hit 289? 289? Uh, in, yeah, in 50 games, he hit 289. Yeah, I think if his floor is... I think his floor is going to be raised, and I'd like to challenge Tio to make the adjustment to the pitchers to take more pitches, even more pitches, because now they're not coming after you, Silver Slugger. You're going to have to let them come to you and keep in your approach, and you can hit 270 with 35 home runs. So you're saying you're saying his floor. Mm-hmm. I think we can both agree his floor is not 270. Like no, That's no. pretty good. What his do you ceiling. think his floor would floor be? Floor would be 250. Like Kind of around what you were saying, that'd be my floor, for in, in my opinion. Um 
I think his ceiling is 285, and so that's why I picked like 270. 270? I think he's going to land somewhere in there. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, I think if he did uh, what what you're projecting, 270 with 35 home runs, then we would be a very lucky ball club. Yes. And uh, I'm setting my expectations a bit lower, but to be honest, I'd still be very happy if he hit 259 and, yeah. you know, It'd be, gave it. Yeah. And to be honest, the home runs, I think, would be around the exact same. Yeah, that's I'm projecting the, the home runs to be exact same, but I think the batting average won't quite get to 270. Fair enough, fair enough. And this is a funny stat. We're talking about home runs. Uh, obviously, this is skewed, and I love the 2020, like, on pace for stats because they're mm. not realistic, but he was on pace for 51 home runs. Yeah. And ridiculous. 110 RBIs. Yeah. So, like... If let's say he, that was a full season, he was able to stick to that approach. Like you could easily hit forty home runs that season. I think that uh, you know, yeah, I, I do think that he yeah. probably would have got to to forty. You know, yeah. at least thirty five for least, sure. At least based that's, on what he was doing last season. So that's what I'm hoping for next season. Yeah, really hoping that To can come in as hot as he was last year and uh, and not revert back to his old 2018 2019 ways because he was a massive boost. Agreed. In the lineup. For Agreed. Sure. Agreed. Guys, what do you think about Teoscar Hernandez? Do you guys think he's gonna have another great year? Maybe win another Silver Slugger? Let us know in the comments down below. It would be nice. You can check us out on Spotify, Breaker, Anchor, Radio Public, and Google Podcasts. Also make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. The Instagram always popping off. And you can become a Patreon member for $3 a month. I knew I would get it. You know, yes, I wasn't even it. I wasn't even thinking about it and my <laughs> exactly. brain and my body just kind of Exactly. Bleh. You're the throw to man. You're yeah, that's yeah, it's a, wasn't thinking about it. So those are all the platforms, yeah, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for watching. And go Jays go. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. 
Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60.